0: Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with the Daily Vera Investing videocast. Hope you're having a good start to your week so far. Hope you had a good weekend as well. Uh, fr- last Friday was uh, was pretty brutal. Brutal end to a uh, a tough end to a very tough quarter. Matter of fact, we've now had three consecutive quarters of losses uh, in the markets to start this year. And um, so far, here's, here's the numbers. As of Friday's close, better today, by the way, the S P 500 is down 24.8%. This year, that's the fourth worst start in history, and uh, Nasdaq even worse, down thirty-two point four percent to date, the worst start ever in stock market history since the Nasdaq has been around. Right now, uh, better day today, big move lower today, big move lower in rates today on the back of the PMI shows uh, shows the economy is slowing based on manufacturing, maybe quite a bit, in fact, along with job creation. We'll get the job numbers on Friday uh, for the month of September. We know a lot more then, but right now, the market's telling you the Fed may be pivoting here. We'll see. It's just one day, but we've been expecting this for some time. And, of course, folks, what's happening now, we are just, what, just over 30 days away from the midterms. Uh, what do you think? you think the Fed's going to crash the market uh, into uh, the midterms as they try to help their besties uh, in the Uniparty, uh to victory? I kind of think that's not going to happen. We think We're looking for a big rally into the markets, into the midterms. Right now, Dow Jones up 600 points, just off the lows, but up a solid 2% on the day. But uh, in fact, that's our leader on the day. So Dow Jones up 2%. S P 100 is up 1.9%. NASDAQ, uh, excuse me, Rose 2000 also up 1.9%. And uh, trailing today is NASDAQ up 1.5%. However, semiconductors, up, uh, they're leading everything, and that is what you want to see. Semis today up 3.2%. We want to see this action to the close. Eternals, by the way, are also outstanding today. Nasdaq, excuse me, NYSE, eighty-five percent up volume is outstanding. Five to one advanced decline, also very, very solid. Nasdaq, good but not great. Still good though. Seventy-five percent up volume and three to one advanced decline. Really, you can't complain about these numbers. Uh, the the bugaboo is we still have today right now, uh, more than uh, three hundred stocks hitting a new fifty-two week low, and uh, that is uh, that's not what we want to see. Uh, but again, semis are leading, solid day so far. Again, the news, when the, the PMI news uh, uh, broke today, this showed that we have a contraction in the economy. A, a PMI was uh, a much lower reading than it anticipated, pretty much right at recessionary levels, just above it. Uh, That's for the bond market. The 10 year Dow deal is down to 3.6%, 3.63 to be exact. And that's down on a yield basis, 4.5%. That's a big move lower today. The dollar's also lower. Remember, we told you last week, on Thursday, we had uh, an outside reversal day. And it was a bearish engulfing candle in the U.S. dollar. And if you combine that with what's happening in rates, if, if the markets begin to believe that the highs are in for both the U.S. dollar and for rates, yeah, this is going to be a very good October. Remember, we just finished the worst month of the year, September. And we have just now starting, in October, the best month of the year and the best quarter of the year when it comes to the midterm year. So, we're, uh, we're off to a good start so far. Uh, also, a reminder, <clears throat> since World War II, we've only 1974 and this year, and excuse me, in 2002, have seen worse starts for the year for the S&P 500. So, we're right there. In both of those years, the market finished sharply higher in the fourth quarter, uh, up uh, uh, right at 8%. So... Again, we've got a lot of analytics we've been sharing with you here uh, that tells us uh, this market is ready to make a significant move higher. It's just so oversold. Bear sentiment is so ridiculously high. Um, also make a point that, yes, while on Friday, we did have new lows, new bear market lows in both NASDAQ, excuse me, in, uh, in both SPO 100 and in the Dow Jones, that did not take place in NASDAQ and small cash, Rose 2000. They both have held There are bear market lows. So that's uh, at least something uh, of interest here. Uh, uh, Rust 2000 small caps have been acting much, much better, which is a good sign, I think, for the U.S. economy, as, of course, uh, more than 70% of all the uh, revenue for small cap companies in the U.S. comes from domestic sources. That's a good sign for the U.S. economy, I think. Um, Look, we know we're fighting here. This has been no mystery for some time. We're fighting three things. We're fighting the Fed, right, and rate hikes. We're fighting the tape. Because we have a bear market, and we're fighting Team Biden. Um, You know, we've had a lot of emails. I'm sure you've. uh, This has crossed your mind as well, that that we're witnessing just more intentional destruction. This is began with the the pandemic, right? Coronavirus insanity. Never made sense, did it? Never made sense. It was because we came across as very planned, and uh, and very phony, right? Very manufactured. And, uh, and now, you know, everything fo- followed has followed has felt phony and, 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 and it did not make sense, including a rigged election, right? And it, I can even extend that to the false flag of January the 6th. And now, here we go, right? With Team Biden, everything they do seems to be opposite day. The, the last thing you should do to help the U.S. economy, uh, not to mention, of course, this insane war that's taking place in Russia and Ukraine, um, so uh, we've got a lot, got a lot on our minds here. But again, I'll remind everybody, we are so oversold, and we are entering a very, very bullish period, uh, both as far as the the month goes and as the, the fourth quarter goes. Um, also, going to note, uh, if you watch the election is taking place in Brazil, it's very interesting because Bolsonaro was supposed to be destroyed, right? There, there most people did not think there's part of the polls, right? The pundits said he wasn't even going to make it. There wouldn't be a round two. The way their election works, they have two rounds, two stages of rounds. If you win the first round with more than 50%, it's over. You're, you're the winner. Uh, most of the opponents believed that was likely to be the case and that Lula, was the far-left uh, communist, really, was going to win in the first round. That didn't happen. Uh, he only beat uh, Bolsonaro by about just right at 3%, uh, if, I, if I got the math right there, and after Bolsonaro opened with a really strong lead. And so uh, now they go to round two on October 30th. And so that just sent another message. It's, by the way, the, the, the Brazilian stock market is screaming higher on this news. It sends another message to the, to the world that uh, something's happening here. You know, there's something happening. Uh, and even with a, uh, such a weak economy, which, of course, they tried to blame on Bolsonaro in Brazil, uh, voters weren't buying it. And now he's got the momentum. Even Bloomberg, Bloomberg and The Economist, okay, two globalist rags. Uh, truly are. Uh, that's what they've evolved into. Uh, we're forced to say uh, and admit that Bolsonaro now has the momentum. So again, something else to are watching here, because there's a direct connection to the midterms here uh, next month for us. Again, the, 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 the silent vote, right, that, that won't talk to the pollsters, right, the conservative vote, the concerned vote that won't talk to the public because they're afraid of uh, retribution, and and you know what could happen—lose your job. This is this is crazy. We even have to consider this, but it is happening. And um, so again, uh, what red wave is expected here in in the uh, in the U.S. in November? That's what I expect. Uh, the people that I respect the most believe that. And of course, we always have that fear over our head. If what if what if they rigged this whole thing again? I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If they rig these midterms and it's become so clear to us you know, like, as it was, like around two from the pres- presidential election of 2020, if they rig the midterms, I think this country becomes ungovernable. I really – I think that's the word that is going to be most appropriate. I don't expect that to be the case. Uh, of course, again, more tension. at it. We've got a big wall of worry, folks. We've got a big wall of worry that this market is fighting. We know bull markets like to climb a wall of worry. Let's see what bear markets like to do. But again, we're look, I'm looking for a big move higher uh, this month. Uh, I'll also point out, again, our, on our system, your investing system, both the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones have both hit extreme oversold on steroids. It happened as of Fridays close. It doesn't happen very often, and when it does, it, 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 it typically means a massive reversal higher in the other direction. Matter of fact, this is the most oversold that both the Dow Jones and S&P 500 have been, uh since uh uh since rona right uh excuse me since the uh we had one instance of it in uh the uh, first quarter of this year in january and then previous to that it was the uh the, the the rona meltdown so the markets are now the most oversold they've been uh in the last two years matter of fact three years going back further than that there aren't that many instances where you see this happen but invariably the markets rally uh, when they get this oversold the rubber band is just stretched too far and it's a high probability play in the other direction, which is how we're playing it here. Helene Miser is out this morning also with a piece talking about all of these um, extremes in sentiment and, uh, and also in technicals. And she's also looking for a move higher in the month of October. We've been telling you some of our favorite uh, analytics here. I'm just going to mention a couple. Uh, we've now had back-to-back weeks with the AAI Investor Sentiment Survey Hitting more than 60% bears. That had only happened five times in history going back to the mid 80s when this uh, survey was first created. I've voted in it since about then, since the late 80s. When it's happened in the past, the SP 100 has been higher every time one year later with an average profit of, uh, average gain of 33%. Um, and, uh, you know, again, the year after the midterms has been incredibly bullish. Uh, this is probably my favorite analytics, piece, a piece of uh, analytics, my favorite stat about this. Um, from 1952, the average gain from the lows, from the lows in the midterm years, the average gain in the S&P of 100 over the next year has been 33%, and <clears throat> the markets have been higher 18 out of 18 times. There's a lot of data that tells us good news is coming here, and that we should be very bullish uh, into this month and to in year, and actually beyond that. Let's hope that uh, a red wave has a very bullish impact on uh, on the U.S. economy, maybe on animal spirits, and certainly on this. Um, I don't know what do you call what do you call Joe Biden? Uh, I don't know what he is. Uh, it's hard to call him president with the way he's treated this country, isn't it? Finally, <clears throat> today again, we've been very we're very bullish, have been and been wrong on it. But remain very bullish on gold and silver. Getting a nice move today with the the move lower in rates in the dollar. Gold today up 1.5%. Silver up a massive 8% here at 2053 an ounce. Gold oil also following through. Again, weakness in dollar and lower rates uh, and possibly an OPEC deal. Oil up 4% on the day. uh, Better right at $83 a barrel. All right, folks, always appreciate you watching. hope you're having a good day and a great week. We'll see you back again at the close for our Viewer Investing Podcast. Bye-bye.